Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. How many are going to go somewhere? And you're going to preach somewhere? Wow, wow. Just to also remind you of the Give Thyself Holy Conference. Hallelujah. We have just how many days now? Five days. We are there. Just a few days away. Uh, tomorrow, the UK one is taking off. Hallelujah. So, it's going to be Kabungam. Amen. <laughs> Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you so much for tonight. Another time to hear your word and steady sit at your feet. Father, we pray for your Holy Spirit to be with us. We ask, O oh God, for a touch of your mighty hand. We pray, Lord, that no one will leave here the same. Father, touch your people. May we be turned into different men by the end of the service. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you glad to be in church? I am happy to see you. Amen. Well, I'm trying to round up this season of fire and waking up the mighty men. Did you read that scripture? Joel 3 9. Read it, read it, read it. I just want to get you to see where we're going. Mm. Proclaim ye this among the Gentiles. Proclaim ye this among the Gentiles. Prepare war. Prepare war. Wake up the mighty men. Wake up the mighty men. Let all the men of war draw near. Let them come up. Hallelujah. Amen. We are going up. Yeah. I said we are going up the mountain. Yeah. Are there men of war here? Yeah. Are there mighty men and mighty women here? Yeah. So don't miss it. It's going to be powerful. I want to try and round up the season of um, fire and uh, awakening and zeal and all that. So I want to share from Bishop's book, How to Become a Strong Christian, chapter 8, how you can be a zealous Christian. <laughs> we need it all. How you can become a zealous Christian. Galatians chapter 4 and verse 17 verse 18. Okay. Hallelujah. Anybody there to read for us? Verse 17. They zealously affect you, they but not well. They affect you, yeah. But not well. But not well. Yea, they would exclude you, mm. that ye might affect them. Mm. Verse 18. But it is good to be zealously affected 
always in a good thing. Mm. And not only when I'm present with you. Wow. Is anybody with another version of the Bible? Uh, New Living Translation or Message or Amplified or something like that. Anybody? Yes. Anybody with another version? Or you don't have any version? Your Bible is just... um, May the Lord bless you with uh, iPads. Yes. Yes, take a microphone, microphone, and read it. Galatians chapter 4, verse 17. 17. Those false teachers are so eager to win your favor. But their intentions are not good. Mm. They are trying to shut you off from me Mm. so that you will pay attention only to them. Wow. If someone is eager to do good things for you, that's all right. But let them do it all the time, not just when I'm with you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, there are certain things and certain people that are trying to affect you and draw you away and take your attention away. Paul said, they want to take you away from me. There are things that want to take you away from God. So, if you really want to be in God and serve God well, then the Bible says that you must be zealously affected. You should not be affected in a certain way. It said, it is good. It is a good thing. To be zealously affected. Always. Always. In a good thing. And not only when I'm present with you. Amen. What are some good things that you can be zealously affected in? Prayer. It's a good thing to be zealously affected in. What else? Your quiet time. It's a good thing to be zealously affected in. What else? Witnessing. So winning. Very important. What else? Reading of the word. Quiet time. Visitation. Anything else? Punctual at church. Coming to church. Very important. Fellowshipping. What else? Come again. Fasting. Yes. What else? Pain of tithe, it is good to be zealously affected. Joining a ministry in the church, being in the choir, it is good to be zealously affected. Not only when you are the one singing. As soon as you know that reggae choir is singing. And listen, let's not fix a day for reggae choir. Everybody must be coming to church. You never know when you'll be called to sing. It is good to be zealously affected. Always. And you know that today we are singing, so uh, we, we, are, we, we will come. Tomorrow is not going to be us, it's going to be reggae choir. We don't know when reggae choir is singing. We don't know when you are singing. All of you be ready. Okay, today we feel like reggae choir. We, we feel like some reggae. Reggae choir should sing. Because <laughs> reggae choir people too. Reggae choir stand. They only come to church when they are singing. 
You think we don't know? We know. And we can see you. We don't see you on other uh, Wednesdays. And what's today is the last Wednesday, you see. Yeah. So when is the last Wednesday? Then you arrive in your colorful trousers and... Uh, They are coming to sing and dance reggae. Now we are not going to tell you when. Pastor Eric, we won't tell you when you are singing. When we come to this, today we feel like. Uh, no, the other, the other one, what do they call them? Singing band. Singing band. Okay, reggae choir. Sing. Singing band, where are you? Stand to your feet. Have you seen? Have you seen? They are not singing, so they are not here. But it is good to be zealously affected. Always. And not only when you are singing. And not only when you are on duty. Yeah. Where are Aquaba ladies? Aquaba ladies, can you please stand? You dress shepherd to come and stand around. Aquaba ladies. Are these the only Aquaba ladies in the church? But it is good to be zealously affected always. And not only when you are standing at the door to welcome people. Are they the very day people and the Aquaba together? Okay, only birthday people, let me see you. Oh no. Wait, where they? Two people. Yeah. That's how it is. Hmm. Hey. Sit down. You understand why I'm just doing this as we go along. But Paul said that it is good to be zealously affected. Always. You should be affected in such a way that nobody will have to tell you to do anything. You just do it. Yeah. Not when somebody is telling you, not when there's a program, not when... See, because if I decide to call zone by zone right now... (laughs) Yeah. You will see the people who are here to be zealously affected. Bishop says here that your zeal shows how much you are on fire for God. Yeah, your zeal shows your fire. Your zeal is an indicator of your strength in the Lord. When you are on fire, you are far from being cold. You must become zealous because it is a good thing to be zealously affected always. Jesus Christ was zealous. Paul was zealous. Bishop Dark is zealous. And you too, you must be zealous. Put your hands together for Jesus. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Matthew chapter 24 verse 12. In the last days, sin will increase and people will wax cold. And that's why We've been talking about being on fire. And the fire will melt the wax. (laughs) So that your love for God will become 
powerful. It will melt. Oh, Pastor Frank, what do you think? It's powerful. Now, it says that to be zealous is to be on fire for God. There is nothing cool about a zealous person. Some Christians are very cool in the house of the Lord. They refuse to be part of the jubilant praise and worship. They don't join in shouting or clapping. They are, they are clapping their hands to the Lord. They just refuse to release themselves in the presence of the Lord. Look at the nearest person and ask the person, are you the cool type in the church? Tell the person, I can see that and some people, they are pay me. They are pay me so you can't talk to them. Look at the person and shake that you can't put me here in the church. Because I can see your faces. You are put me as you are sitting now. Do you know put me? It's a Greek word. It means you have hardened your face. So that nobody will ask you a question. There are people like that. When I said it, they just... So, when the people turn and look at it, No. <laughs> Ask the next person, are you the cool person? Are you the cool one in the church? When they come to church and we are clapping, they have a way of just... Then they'll be watching. When we are dancing, they are just cool. And if you don't take it, such people will make you look like a fool. Have you seen such people like that before? Because as you are jumping and you are screaming, they are so organized... So you wonder that, hey, maybe I'm too some way. Hey, hey, don't allow the person to affect you. Come on, give the Lord a shout. Even as we are standing and standing, some people are cool. Look at them, you can see them, the cool people, look at them. Say, hey, hey. If you were there in David's church and they were doing praise and worship, and the Bible said, and David played, hey, are there some people who can play in the house? Hey, you cannot be in your seat and play. You should be able to move out and play, play. Can I have some people come to the front and play, play? You can even jump, ampe, ampe. of the Lord. Come on! is one of the games I've never understood. I don't know. 
is that you calculate whether the person will use the left or the right. So when you are coming down, then you... But he enjoyed. Bible says that David danced till his clothes came off. That is why God liked David. And the way you are organized, you think God will like you that way. Be able to come to the house of the Lord and feel free, feel free. church because when you come you are not involved but when you are involved you see that thing is nice it's like the sweet sit down some of you tomorrow found the exercise hallelujah five keys that will help you to be a zealous Christian, then we are out of here. Wow, that's church. We, we, we can just be happy in the church. That's why we come to church. Now, <laughs> number one, key number one. Be zealous by not comparing yourself with other Christians. Amen. Regatta, you're not writing? You don't have a pen? Hey, if I know your name, I'll call you. Second Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 12 is a scripture that everyone should know. They must know. It says that for we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves 
with some that commend themselves. Second Corinthians ten twelve. But they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. Why do you compare yourself with somebody else? You are you. Tell somebody, you are you. So, I don't know why you compare yourself with somebody. If you compare yourself with somebody, you may go below your level. Yeah. You find people, they look at, and listen, most Christians are average. Oh yeah, most people. Most people don't do a lot of things. They just do just average. And that's it. They don't go too much. It's like, Charlie, I saw it now then. Eh, Papa dear. Is it for my father that I should do? Let me just do small that I can do. Then that's it. They pray 15 minutes. 20 minutes, eh, Charlie? Nipa baby. So don't compare yourself with people. Be you. And whatever you are being called to do, you are the one who have been called to do it. Somebody else is doing something else. As you are looking at another person, it may look like you are doing well. Like they say that the one-eyed man is always a king. In the land of the blind. You are in a school that the people themselves now are yard. It's an Asha college. <laughs> that people don't, I mean, exams. When you compare yourself with those people, you look like you are doing very well. When you get 50, because everybody is getting 15, <laughs> 10%. So when you get 50%, I'm wild. Recently, my daughter brought a report to the house, and I was just looking what she had got to be at a, whatever. Uh, a certain position. <laughs> it's like that mark which is very high. She's like the third in that. I said, hey, so how many people got more than what you got? <laughs> it's not as simple as you know. The A in certain schools, the number of people who get the A, in fact, they, they fight at the top there. See that? 97, 90, so somebody gets 97, he's the fourth of faith. Ah. So the, the rest, what did they get? Yeah. You get 80%, then you are the 20th. Yeah. It's not the same thing, you know. So when you compare yourself with certain, you may be making a mistake. 
that's what the Bible says that. Run the race. Like what does it say? It says that seeing that we are so encompassed about Hebrews 12 verse 1. With so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. And the sin which does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Everyone has a race set before us. Looking unto, you see, the race that has been set before us. Everybody has a race. Some people, they are always 400 meters. Some to 100 meters. Some to 5,000. Some to 10,000. So 10,000 is a way to run it. You, you don't run 10,000 like you're running 100 meters. Oh, Daniel, Obagbo. You, you would die. <laughs> There's a way you tap and you gather momentum, the energy till the last minute, then you start. So, when you are running with someone who is running 10,000, you yours is supposed to be 100 meters, you will make a mistake. That is why the Bible says that don't look at anybody, but looking unto Jesus. The author and the finisher of our faith. He knows the beginning. He knows the end. Look unto him. What are you expected to do? Do that one. When you compare yourself with people, you will become slow. You will not be zealous. Because a lot of people are not zealous. A lot of people are average. Like check the people sitting around you. That even today. How many of the people around have prayed one hour? You just ask. You just ask. I'm waiting for you. When the three Hebrew boys were taken captive with the other Israelites and when they went, and when they told them to bow, Nebuchadnezzar told them to bow to his God. All of them bowed down. Yeah, this way. <laughs> Believers. Who had come? When they say bow, they say, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are bowing down. If you are going to look at all these people, you also bow down. But they said, no way. We are not going to bow down. Oh, King Nebuchadnezzar. We will not be careful to answer you in this matter. He said, will your God be able to save you? He said, our God will be able to save us. Our God will save us. And even if he doesn't save us, we will not bow. There are some people who are also, they are not looking at anybody. They are looking unto Jesus. Yeah. Hmm. You'll be making a mistake. There was a story, a guy, some guys, they had gone to disco or somewhere, and they were going back home. And when they were going, they were sitting in the car, and the car was very quiet. And then one guy who was sitting, somebody was driving his car, and the guys were in the car. And then one guy said, oh, Charlie, the car is very quiet. Let me take a cassette and put it inside and play. So when he took the thing and slotted in, and the thing started playing, it was preaching. And the guy said, hey, Charlie. Since when did you start listening to preaching and joining these born again people? And the guy said, Charlie, mom was secure himself. Oh. <laughs> 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 
the guy realized that, hey, we are not the same. As I'm looking at this guy, I think if we had died in a car accident, maybe this guy would have gone to heaven and I would have gone to hell. So don't look more secure in Don't look at the person sitting by you. If you look at people, you compare yourself, so I am doing well. You will find out that you are the last in the class. Don't compare yourself. Israel had a prophet, Samuel, who was leading them. And one day they got angry. They said, no. We also want a king to lead us. Hey, I mean, wouldn't you like it to have a prophet who hears from the Lord? Direct and tell you, this is what the Lord is saying. Let's flow. They said they don't want it. They said they want to be like other nations. That's where the problem is. You are not other nations. You are different from other nations. You are different from other people. You must decide that I'm not going to be like somebody else. I will be the person God has called me to be. Number two. Be zealous by focusing on the soon coming Christ. Hmm. Second Corinthians chapter 4. And verse 6, 7, 8. Second Corinthians chapter 4, 6, 7, 8. What does it say? For Six God. Chapter, or Second Timothy, sorry. That's Second Corinthians. Second Timothy. Second Timothy chapter 4. Verse 6. Yeah. For I am now ready to be offered. Mm. And the time of my departure is at hand. Verse 7. I have fought a good fight. Yes. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Verse 8. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. Yes. Which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. Mm. And not to me only. Not to me only. But unto all them also that love his appearing. Amen. Amen. Paul was saying, I am ready to be offered up. How can he say that? He said, I have fought a good fight. Hey, may you fight a good fight. He said, I have run my race. Listen, everybody is fighting your fight. And everybody is running your race. You must be able to run the race and finish. Then he said what? I have finished my course. Everybody has a course. It's like going to school. There are some people when they go to a university, they don't finish. They don't finish their course. They come out without a degree. And we arrive in heaven, a lot of people don't have a degree. But you must understand that there is a soon coming king. Who when he comes, Paul said that there is henceforth now laid down for me a crown. Unless you don't want to wear the crown. But I want to wear a crown one day. Is anybody wants to wear a crown one day? When we arrive in heaven, you will see that some people are not wearing crowns. 
And some people will be wearing crowns. When you see them coming, they look shiny. You shall wear a crown. I said you shall wear a crown. When you see all this Miss Ghana, Miss whatever, Miss Lux, Miss uh, uh, Tomatoes, Miss... People are dressing and wearing panty, shaking themselves for a crown. Paul said, even for a corruptible crown, look at the way people give themselves. A nice lady have come to remove your, your ties for people to see. Small crown. And they do all these things so that one day they will be crowned Miss Ghana. Why not seek to be crowned Miss Heaven? It's a better crown. But Paul said, there's a crown laid up for me and not only to me, but for everyone who loves his appearing or who are looking for his coming. Yeah. When you are looking for his coming, there's a way you do things. You don't just sit there and wait. You see, when we say, Jesus is coming soon, there are a lot of people, they play with that thing. And so that, when some people tell somebody, I'll see you soon, they ask you, is it the Jesus soon or the soon soon? The real soon. It's like, oh, Jesus soon is there, it's not now. It's like going to write an exam and you don't know when the exam is going to come on. And you are just sitting down, fooling. Fooling and thinking that, oh, when the exam comes, we'll be able to write. It doesn't work like that. You must be prepared all the time. So you'll be zealous in the way you study, in the way you go for lectures, in the way you write notes, because they are going to examine us on these things. In the way you study scriptures, you will be studying, you'll be zealous, because you know that one day we'll have to meet with the man. And the question is that, will you be ready? Because we don't know. Look at what the Bible says. Jesus himself said it. Or Paul said it in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Verse 2. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 2 and 3. It says that, The day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. What a description. If you know when a thief is coming, you will be ready. But nobody knows when a thief is going to come. Unannounced. One day we are attacked by armed robbers. Yeah, just down this road. Some years ago. We are just parked there with my wife and I, my little daughter. And when we came out, we came to sit in the car, sat in. And they just surrounded us. Brought their car parked in front of us. They, they came out, guns, crack, crack, crack. Knife. The one who took me out of the came to put the knife here. Bring your money, bring everything. Make it somebody has sat in the car. 
Yeah. And another one has put a gun on my baby. Few months old baby. Bring everything. Took everything. You know, but it was so unexpected. One was just wondering, what just happened? Yeah. That's how the rapture is going to be like. You'll be there. Some of you are preparing for your wedding. Pray that it doesn't happen before your wedding. Some of you, the way you have meant your wedding, pa. You have meant marriage and your husband. Praise the Lord. I beg you, let my wedding come on before you come. So that at least you have a taste of it before you, you go. <laughs> but I tell you, some people would never be able to marry before it happens. Like a thief in the night. It will happen. Some people are thinking of looking for a beloved now. Listen, you should rather be zealous. First John. Chapter 3. I'm enjoying myself. Read verse 2 and verse 3. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. Yes. And it does not yet appear what we shall be. Mm. But we know that. We know that. When he shall appear. When he shall appear. We shall be like him. We shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. Yes. And every man that has this hope in him. And every man that has this hope that one day he's going to come. Every man that has this hope that one day Jesus will appear. There is something he does. Purifies himself. He purifies himself. He makes sure that he's on fire. He makes sure that he's zealous. He makes sure that he's not sleeping. He's awake all the time. But those who don't have this hope. Matthew chapter 25. Jesus gave a parable about the kingdom. What did he say? Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins. Ten virgins. Which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. Yes. And five of them were wise. And five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, Mm. They all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Yeah. Then all those virgins arose. They arose. And trimmed their lamps. Their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, yeah. Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so. Lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourself. Buy for yourself. And while they went to buy, the, the bridegroom came in the door. And they that were ready went in with him to the marriage. And the door was shut. Hmm. Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. Hey. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day 
nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Chale? They were all virgins. Everything about them was the same. All virgins. They were Christians, believers. They all waited for the bridegroom. They all had lamps. And they had oil in their lamps. They all slept. They all had the call. The bridegroom is coming. They all got up. They all trimmed their whatever lamps. But the only difference between them was some people had extra oil. The five wise, they said, doing just 10 minutes prayer is not enough. Just coming for the Wednesday service, it's not enough. Coming for Sunday service, it's not enough. They said just winning one soul is not enough. Let me, let me try and win some more souls. They did extra. The five said that, listen, we, 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 we can't just take just ordinary. Ordinary just will not do. But there is another five who said, oh, Charlie, you know, be anything waiting. Ah, the thing eventually will get there. Let's just get. But you realize that that is what made the difference when the bridegroom came. Some people were more zealous. Some people were more prayerful. Some people were more, uh, 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 they, they were reading their Bible more. They knew more scriptures. They said, oh, this one scripture is not enough. Let me know more scriptures. It is not enough just to pray five minutes and wake up. Pray once a week. It is not okay to just come and sleep in the church. When you can come and be alert and be awake and receive the word. Sometimes it's not okay to just come also to get the message home with you. Go extra. Do something extra. They may see you are some way. It doesn't matter. That is what will happen. At the end of the day, you will see that some people don't have it. And some people have it. May you be part of the people who have it. I was talking to a sister the other day. She told me, she said, we're here. In the Jesus Cathedral. And she said, we're chatting, we're talking. And then she saw that. Myself and some other people, we had moved to the stage and there was some curtain B that was just closing. And when she saw, she looked at the other people. So that people were busy doing something. They didn't notice that the curtain was closing. Say, hey, if Bishop is there, there must be something there. So she ran. And he said, as soon as she entered in, the curtain closed. Then she woke up. Say, hey, what kind of dream is this? Charlie. Let's do extra. Be zealous. You see, when you know that when the bridegroom comes, we don't know when he will come, so let's be ready. And it's better to do extra than to say that, oh, I will just manage. You see, like the people who buy one gallon, one gallon uh, uh, petrol. It, but what if as you are going, something happens, you have to divert 
and not go straight. You see that you go and shot on the way. Then you have to run back and go and look for oil. Or you stand by the wayside and beg people. And there are some people, they are anointing drainers. When they came to them, they said, listen, we can't give you some of our oil. Go to where they sell it and buy. When you don't buy it at the time you must buy it, you will buy it at a later time and it will be too late at that time. Pay the price now and buy it now. It will be better for you. People are not sellers because they don't want to pay the price. They don't want to wake up early and pray. You don't want to read your Bible. You don't want to memorize verses. You don't want to be in church. You don't want to join a group. You don't want to do extra. That's why you are not zealous. That's why you are dull in the church. But you'll be amazed that that attitude of not being zealous is what is going to make you be left behind. Maybe now we are not preaching about rapture and these things. We should start preaching about them. I'll be preaching about it. So people are not looking for the coming of Christ. Everybody thinks there's more time. But Amos 4.12, the Bible says that, and that's what I do to you. And because I will do that to you, prepare to meet your God. Prepare. Always be in a state of readiness and a state of preparation because he can come at any time. Hey. People are very quiet. Prepare. Which is the third point I'm giving to you. Be zealous by believing that you can die at any time. You can die at any time. We were all here about a week ago when we heard that Minister Daninete had died. I mean, nobody could believe it. He was here singing just two weeks ago in the Jesus Cathedral. Sometimes it's like, oh, as for me, I will not die now. Oh, as for me, it cannot happen to me. That, and sometimes when the thing happens, we just, oh, oh, oh. And then we forget about it. Even a lot of people are forgotten. When he died, it's like, we have gone back to our normal ways. It has not registered that, hey, it's possible that I can die. Young people die, old men die. You don't wait till you, you are old before you die. There was a rich man. Bible says that he had a lot of goods. He had gotten so many things. And in Luke 12, 18, Bible says he said to himself, this will I do. I will pull down my bands and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But I like this part. My, it's my, my mother's favorite scripture. I, I always remember her when she quoted it. But God said unto him, Thou fool. My mother was say, 
thou fool. This night, thy soul shall be required of thee. That you have provided. This night. When Brother Dante died, he slept and he didn't wake up. God decides that, listen, I need you for a meeting upstairs. Come, let's have a meeting. Now. I can say, I won't go. You will go. Yeah, you will go. It is dying time. It is time to die. As you are gathering all these things. Like I heard the story of a man who had so many things. He had, his pastor went to his house to visit him. He was just so happy. He was just showing off. He pointed, all these cars are mine. All these buildings are mine. All these lands are mine. All these things are mine. He was pointing all around there. The pastor was standing there. He said, man. He said, Lord, what should I say to this man? He seems to have everything. Then the Holy Ghost gave him something to say. He said to the man, you have something here, 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 you have something here. But what about here? What about here? What do you have up here? That you are so whatever. And if the Lord calls you tonight, Are you ready to give an answer? So we have to be zealous. Have to be zealous always in a good thing. When you think about death, that you can die at any time, that should make you sit up. I've seen people that you never thought they could die. That person is gone. If that person is gone, what about me? Ask the next person, do you think about death? Yeah. It's like, oh, me, I have many years. Hmm. I don't know how many years you have. But prepare to meet your God. Yeah. Don't think that you have all the time. Hey. I tell you. <laughs> Are you preparing? Number four. Be zealous by fasting often. Yeah. Lot of people you don't fast. Fasting is not a word in your vocabulary. When they mention fasting, there's something called believe, believe. It comes upon you. And you start giving all sorts of excuses. When I fast, then my eyes. When I fast, my nose. Fasting makes you zealous. One of the things that fasting does is that it it humbles you. Yeah. David said, I humbled my soul with fasting. I humbled myself with fasting. It humbles your flesh. Flesh, eh? It is the flesh that makes us do things so. If you follow this flesh, 
<laughs> it will make you do a lot of things that you will look back and say, Mikra. How many of you did some things and you wondered that? Your flesh carried you. When you fast, you kill the flesh. Yeah. Fasting doesn't make your prayer be answered early. Some people think that when you fast, your prayer will be answered. It's good, but it just humbles you. So that you are down and your spirit man can arise. Yeah, that's why this Saturday, don't come full. Come. No, don't even eat anything. We will break. It's a, it's a half day fast. We will break after the retreat. Is it a good idea? Yeah. Paul said, I put my body under. First Corinthians chapter 9. It says, so that after I have directed others the way, I myself I will not be a castaway. I am killing my flesh so that my flesh will not make me go into certain things. How do I do that? Fasting often. And there are some things they just go away just by fasting. Matthew 17, 21. Jesus said, This kind, this kind, goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. And that scripture is not in some Bibles. In fact, it's only in King James Bible. Because a lot of people don't want the fasting. If your Bible is not King James, you will look, you will see that Matthew 17, 21 is not there. When they give 20, they jump to 22. Check your Bible whether Matthew 17, 21 is there. Check. If you don't have a King James Bible, it will not be there. How many have found that it's not there? The sister who read for us. It's Matthew 17, 21 there. From verse 29 to jump to 22. Because if you're fasting now, no. Then fasting is it. We don't want it. And a lot of people don't want fasting. But fasting is good for you. It's not there. Yeah. But fasting is good for you. It's good. This kind, there are some things they just fall off you. If you like just fast. As you keep fasting, some things, some of you, you go for deliverance, but don't go for any deliverance. One day I, I heard a story of a man, he was in a plane. And as he was in a plane, some rats were chewing some cables in the plane. And he realized that if he doesn't deal with the rats, he will go and crash. But he was piloting the plane, so how can he stop and go and kill the rats? The rats will even run away, he will be chasing them. And a thought came to him that he should go higher. When he goes higher, the oxygen is drops there, isn't it? And he may survive, but the rats will not be able to survive that high altitude. So when he went higher, all the rats died in the plane. And then he came down again. He was moving. So there are demons, they can't survive when you go higher in the spirit. I see you going higher in the spirit. All the demons will fall off. I don't remember going for deliverance for anything. 
No, me, I've never gone for anything. He said, I need deliverance. Me, when I hear it, I say, what are you going? People rather go and collect more demons into themselves. Because the deliverance point, you know, a lot of demons have been removed from there. So as they have arrived, so about home, and they are sharing the demons. Isaiah 58, verse 5 or verse 6. Is this not the fast that I have chosen? Yes. Verse 5. Is this such a fast that I have chosen? A day for a man to afflict his verse soul? Six, verse 6. Is not this the fast that I have chosen? Is not this the fast that I have chosen? To lose the bands of wickedness. To lose the bands of wickedness. Wow. Oh. I see bands of wickedness loosing from you. Amen. Amen. As you fast, yes. any wicked thing holding on to you, you shall be loosed of it in the name of Jesus. From today, I see more people fasting more. Anything holding on to you, may you be free from it in Jesus' name. To lose the band of wickedness, what else? To undo the heavy burden. To undo anything that is holding on to you, we undo it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Just by fasting. Yes. And to let the oppressed go free. Yeah. That is deliverance. Wow. You have been delivered. Oppressed going free. Today, anybody oppressed, may you be free. In Jesus' name. As we gather on Saturday, anybody oppressed shall be set free in Jesus' name. Just fast. Continue. And that ye break every yoke. <sighs> That's how we break the yoke. Once you are going through the fasting, the yokes will be broken. Amen. I see every yoke upon your life broken in Jesus' name. Amen. Quickly, we have to close. Is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry? Yes. And that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house? Yes. When thou seest the naked, that thou cover him? Verse 8. Verse 8. Then shall thy light break forth as the then morning. Then shall thy light break forth. The light of your Christianity will just begin to break forth as you fast. Oh yeah. Then shall your light break forth. And what else? And thine health shall spring forth speedily. You will be a healthy Christian. And even your health. You see, a lot of the sickness that we have is from the food. Oh, Oh, I tell you. The food we eat, a lot of it is not good. A lot of the food gives us the sicknesses we have. Now today, cholesterol, this, that, that, that. If you learn to fast, it will help you. One man of God, he said, hey, when we were young, we couldn't, they'll give us more meat. We eat. Now that we have money to buy meat, they say cholesterol, cholesterol. Charlie? Too much of it. That is why they are calling you to come to the lighthouse hospital. Come and check your cholesterol, check your sugar. Some of you eating everyday sugar. Awusa coco. This is Awusa coco. That thing takes a lot of sugar. Have you realized that when you drink a Coco, any sugar you put in, it doesn't taste. You don't taste it. 
Every day you are drinking Aousa Coco. Every day Aousa Coco. Every day Aousa Coco. A lot of sugar into your body. Fast. Put aside the food. One day if you put the food down, it will, nothing will happen to you. In fact, you will be healthy. Sometimes the stomach too must go on vacation. Every day the stomach is working, 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 working. No leave for the stomach. You are a Your head shall spring forth speedily, and what else will happen to you? Your righteousness shall go forth before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy reward. May the glory of the Lord come upon you. Set aside a day to fast. James 4, 9, it said, Be afflicted and mourn and weep. When you afflict yourself in fasting, it helps you to begin to come closer to God. Yeah. Hmm. Number five, let's close. Be zealous by not forgetting what God has done for you. Amen. The Lord said to the children of Israel, Deuteronomy 8.14. God warned them, he said, and thou forget the Lord which brought thee forth. It's like people forget that it's God who has brought you this far. When you are a wife, who doesn't remember that nobody would have married you? Rich! If it wasn't for this man who noticed you and married you. Anchor by now, you'll be sitting here. One lady, she didn't have anybody to marry her. She was being some way in the church. Everybody. Now there, she was moving around. She comes to the front to dance. Because she realized the pastor was not married. Then she would dance. Dance. It's a strategy. Give the Lord a dance. A dance. And dance. Everybody blow your trap. People are blowing the trumpet. They say, blow. What a trumpet. You will become like Vashti. Who didn't remember who she was and the king found her and married and she became a queen. Now when the king is calling for her, she was not zealous in coming. She was just some way. But when you look at yourself, where you were, that you were found. I remember on my wedding night, my wife said to me, thank you. I said, why? He said, ah. And mother told her. Said, of all the women I chose her, I could have chosen somebody else. I said, wow. But when you look at how good God has been to you, when you see how the Lord has blessed you, that you used to be a drunkard, you were sleeping in the gutter. You were moving around. Boys were sleeping with you. 
and they will disappoint you. Your whole life was a mess. Nobody wanted you, but Jesus found you. And he said, I like you. I want you to be one of my own. When you remember what the Lord has done, it will affect the way you serve God. When you see some of us being so zealous, some of us preaching, it doesn't, it, it's not that we don't have anything to do. Or it's like some of us are crazy. But I tell you, when I look at where I was, what I was doing, and the play by now, I would have married 10 women and I had 100 children. But Jesus came and saved me. And that is why I'm zealous. And that is why I preach the way I preach. And that is why I keep myself the way I keep myself. Because the Lord has done so much for me. God has been good to me. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And Lord that is within me, bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And forget not His benefits. Who forgiveth thy sins? Who healed thy diseases? Who redeemed thy life from destruction? Who renews your youth like that of the eagle? I should have died. But God saved me. That is why I'm zealous. May you be zealous. May you give yourself holy to the things of God. Lift up your hand and just begin to talk to God right now. Oh, yes. Are you saved? Make me. Have you filled me? Oh, yes. Up your voice and pray. Talk to God. Talk to God. Pray for a zealous spirit. Pray that you will be zealous always. Oh, can I hear a zealous prayer? A zealous prayer. Lift up your voice and pray. Cry to the Lord. Cry to the Lord. Lift up your voice and pray. 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 Pray that you be on fire. That you be on fire for the Lord. That you be zealous for the Lord. You be zealous for the Lord. Pray that you be zealous. Always in a good thing. And not only when. When your pastor is around, not only when somebody is watching you, be zealous, be zealous, be zealous, be zealous, be zealous. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. May I not be left behind when the master returns. Pray because of the coming king, because of the soon coming Christ, that you be zealous. That you be zealous. Pray. May you not compare yourself with somebody else, Lord. Help me not to compare myself with others. But may I look unto Jesus. The Father and the 
can die at any time. I can die at any time. Lord, may I be on fire. May I be zealous. Always. Seriously affected. Always. In a good day. Not only when. Somebody's watching. Oh Jesus bless you Lord tonight with every head bowed oh Jesus you're here you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior you want to say pastor pray with me I want to surrender my heart to Jesus I want to be born again I want to go to heaven when I die I want to also wear a crown one day Tonight, every head bowed, all eyes closed. You want to surrender your heart to Jesus wherever you are. Just lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you. Wherever you are, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. Let it go up. Let it go up. If you have lifted up your hand, I cannot see you. Just come all the way to the front. Come. You lifted up your hand. Come quickly to the front. Come. Come, come, clap for them. Come, oh Jesus, oh to Jesus, listen. I want to pray for you if you also say that your zeal is going down, you want a certain zeal. Also, come to the front, I'm going to pray with you. Come, just stand on my right hand side. You want your seal? Stand on my right hand side. I'm going to pray with these ones. Those of you in front here, come all the way. Those of you in front, you want to give your life to Christ, lift up your two hands. I'll pray with you. Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I will serve you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Those who give give me your life to Christ. Go with our pastor. He's going to pray with you. You give your, you want to give your life to Christ. But you want us to pray with you. Your zeal is going now. Just come quickly. We're going to pray with you. Come quickly to the front. God bless you. Come all the way. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just lift up your hand and begin to speak in tongues right now. Speak in tongues right now. Fresh zeal is coming. 
fresh zeal is coming upon you in the name of Jesus fresh zeal is coming upon you thank you Lord Jesus thank you Lord Jesus thank you Lord Jesus in the name of Jesus lift up your hand and just pray speak in tongues right now for the zeal of the Lord shall consume you the zeal of the Lord shall consume you the zeal of the Lord shall consume you the seal of the Lord's house shall consume you in the name of Jesus. Makata balokotole bashana, lembreketuri asanda la babone, reketeni badonda la basandeida kuta la basha. Oh la brakata la babone. May the seal of the Lord's house, may the seal of the Lord's house, may the seal of the Lord's house consume you, consume you, consume you, consume you. May it come upon you like a cloak. May it come upon you. Let's lay hands in the name of Jesus. Because you are coming soon. 
Because we can die at any time. Because, oh God, oh Jesus, help us. May we not compare ourselves with others. Because of the things you have done for us, may we be zealous. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.